Welcome to Bishop Atto Dixon's podcast. Bishop Atto Dixon is the true son of Bishop Dagwood Mills and the convener of the Healing Jesus Mission International. Listen and be blessed as he shares with you deep messages from the Word of God. This morning, I'm going to speak on the subject Anakazo. Anakazo. Turn to somebody and tell the person, Anakazo. Anakazo. How many have heard the word Anakazo before? How many have heard the word Anakazo before? How many have not heard the word Anakazo before? Wow, quite a number. Hallelujah. What is anakazo? Anakazo simply means to compel. Amen? It means to do what? To compel. It means to necessitate. It means to drive. And to constrain by all means such as force, threats, persuasions, and entreaties. Amen. Sometimes we need to go back to the Greek in order to understand the original meaning of the Bible word. So, anakazo is a Greek word which means to compel. Hallelujah. To compel. How many know that sometimes you have a child, if you don't put in a certain level of effort, that child may be, suffer from light for date. That child may eventually become emaciated and might develop a condition called kwashioko. How many have heard of the condition called kwashioko? Beautiful. The child can develop kwashioko and when it develops kwashioko it's like the hair becomes brittle. When you touch it it will just break in your hands. Hallelujah. You touch it it will just break in your hands. And then the child's stomach becomes very big. And then his bum bum becomes very, very slim. How many have seen? Listen, I'm not talking about a disease that belongs to yesterday. We still have this disease now, 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 now. And this condition is because the child is lacking balanced diet. Balanced diet. In other words, he's not got all the nutrients in the right proportion. So possibly he eats more carbohydrates, eats more carbohydrates mainly. And so the protein level is very low, fat and oil level is very low, and other things are very, very low. Hallelujah. But the right requirement is that the food must be balanced. Hallelujah. Yeah, the food must be balanced. So sometimes what you do is that because a child does not like eating, 
you literally will have to force the child to eat. I remember very well my little girls who go in and out of the hospital and they did that because especially the first one didn't like eating. I mean, when you feed, she'll vomit it out as if she hated food. But I made the effort to put her in between my thighs and then I had a way of holding the jaw Huh? And open the mouth and then put the food at the throat. And when she's about to try to vomit, then I'll blow the nose. And then the thing will enter. The reason why I did that was that I said that as a father, if I don't take time, my daughter will be very weak. My daughter will not be able to fight infections. My daughter will always be found in the hospital sick and sick and sick and sick. Hallelujah. And so I said that I'm going to do something about it. And you know, if you're a parent and you have a child like that, and all the child wants to drink is Coca-Cola and Fanta, you see, you should not be happy about it. You must be interested that you must have some good proteins. You must have some good carbohydrates. You must have some fat and oils. You must have some minerals. You must have some roughages. Roughage, and you must have water. It is very, and multivitamins. These are balanced and it is very important. Amen. In the same way also, there are people in the world that there is a way to send the gospel to them. If you send the gospel to them in a very simple form, and expect, you, even you a Christian, you don't like even coming to church. You. You don't even like coming to church. You don't enjoy coming to church. How much more an unbeliever? You, the born again Christian, you always give excuses. Don't you give excuses? We all give excuses all the time. My hair is paining me. Then the hair, we never get to know what the hair is. My hair is paining me. My hair is paining me. My stomach. When people say my stomach, I say, do you know where your stomach is? That you, where you are touching? It's not your stomach, it's your groin, the thing you are touching. Or your abdomen. So you notice that even within the church setting, the dynamics is that Christians, people don't like God. I'm telling you. People say they like God, but they don't like God. Because if you like God and you love him, you want to be with him all the time. You want to have fellowship with him all the time. You want to stay in his presence all the time. So yes, your mouth is saying one thing. I like God. But your attitude is saying another thing. And normally it's the attitude that must speak. And the actions that must speak. You see, when you meet somebody who says, I love you. But you look at the things that he does. There is no sign that the person loves you. You must take the one that he's doing. Take that one. That one is what actually it is. 
Not what the person is saying. So if you say you love the Lord, huh? If you say you love the Lord, then you want to please him. John 21. Jesus asked Peter. He said, Brother Peter, Brother Simon Peter, he says, yes, my Messiah, do you love me? Do you love me? He said, but you know I love you. Then he said, feed my lamb. Feed my sheep. Then he asked again, he said, Simon Peter, do you really, really love me? He said, but Lord, you know I love you. I will go all lengths to do everything for you. You will send me to Caesarea, I will go. You will send me to Galilee, I will go. You will send me to Philippa, I will go. And you know that I love you, Lord Jesus, I love you. Then he said again, feed my lamp. Your expression of love to God is feeding his lamp. Now, how can you feed his lamp when you yourself, you don't have food to eat? When you yourself, you are not filled with anything. How can you give what you don't have? So when he says that, feed my lamb, what he's actually saying is that you are going to work on yourself. You are going to learn of me. You are going to equip yourself with knowledge. You are going to prepare yourself adequately. You will be filled with the Holy Ghost. Then you can impart to my sheep. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Human beings love themselves more than they love God. I say human beings love themselves more than they love God. Human beings prefer themselves more than they love God. So, when I hear people say that we love the Lord, do you know what it means? If you love the Lord, there is a price that you have to pay. But many are not ready to pay that price. Hallelujah. I said many are not ready to do what? To pay that price. Lord, here am I. Lord, as you have called me, I have come. But send him. You see, the Lord here, my send him, reflects when even you possibly are in a constituency and your constituency overseer tells you that we are going to have an outreach. Your absence means, Lord, here am I. Send those who want to go. Your absence in the outreach and you see, the outreach is not to make the constituency overseer rich. The outreach is not to make him just happy. The outreach is because you are a born again Christian. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon me. And you shall be witnesses. You shall be witnesses. So a person who is filled with the Holy Spirit, the next move. Is to witness. That is the next move. I don't know, but something is wrong with the church. The church of God is sick. There is some kind of wrong information being passed on. Said you are a big man, big woman, big shorts. I, I, I can do this. This one I can do in the church. But, but the main thing, which is Christ and him being crucified, preaching him. That one I cannot do because you are a big man. 
Look, big man or no big man, Charlie, six feet. He now cries two and a half. Now cry, I think that they even raise a thing and then they put it like this. Recently, the one that I went to, we went to bury, the, 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 the thing is like that. It's like a cave and then they put you inside. Let me tell you something. The privilege you have in this lifetime is to be a soul winner. The privilege you have in this lifetime is to serve God. Everything will not count. Everything will not count. The buildings will not count, although it's needed here on earth. But when we live here, it is not scoring for heaven. And I'm a CEO of uh, uh, Adumwim Enterprise. Let me tell you something. Adumwim does not tickle heaven, if you don't know. But thank God that you are in a church. We will encourage you. To do what you must do as a Christian. It is your normal work as a Christian. It's a normal Christian work. You are not doing anything extraordinary. Your normal Christian work as a Christian is to share what you have found. Andrew did it. Andrew found the Christ. When he found the Christ, he said, I cannot be quiet over this. You know, I don't blame you. You see, the problem is that you have become so used to the prophetic and you have become so used to the things that you must get. But let me tell you something. Everything you must get at the end of the day will not be of any relevance to you in eternity. Oh yeah. Getting is for here. Once we live here, the investments you put in Whilst you were here, is what will matter most. You see, please, I know you are sitting on a very high horse. You are privileged to sit on a high horse here. Yeah. But I want to, I want to counsel you. I want to give you intimate counseling right now. That you better come off that high horse, roll your sleeves, and get to the job. There is a job. That has been assigned for you to do as a Christian. And until you embark on it, there is no reward for you. Who is rewarded? Will you reward somebody who is not that well? It's like you are, you, are, you, are, you are a teacher. You teach mathematics. You know? And you are rewarded. Hey, you are last boy. I, I want to give you a prize for being a last boy. I mean, who would do that? Even in the natural sense... We don't reward people who have not done well. It's people who do well that are rewarded. And that is why Jesus said, well done. Well done. What you are doing, you did it well. The word well done means what you are doing, you did it well. You didn't just do it haphazardly. You didn't just do it anyhow. But you did it well from your heart. Well done, thou good faithful servant. Enter into my rest. That's where you enjoy real rest. You continue resting on earth. Continue being in, doing things at your convenience. Oh, this thing, it will not favor me. You see that time and everything. Let me tell you something. On that day, when you move out from here, 
all appointments with CEOs that you used to have will be over. You will see that all you, the person you have to do with is God. The person you have to do with is Jesus Christ. All this thing, uh, 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 I want to go to, uh, where, where do they normally go? Dubai. Hey, Dubai has become popular. I mean, I'm going to Dubai. I have some quick turn around in Dubai. I'm going to meet some of my principals. You see, and they have a way of speaking. I'm going to meet some principals and we are really going to talk about business. We actually want to employ 5,223 people in Ghana in the area of, uh, in the area of what? IT. <laughs> or oil and gas. You know, and, 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 and I believe that it will move the country forward. Let me tell you something. You can employ somebody. It's a good thing. Well done. But you see, the best you can offer a person is to give him the opportunity to make it to heaven. Oh yeah. To make it to heaven. And I pray that that desire is entering your heart right now. I said that desire is entering your heart right now. Something about you cannot hold its peace until you see people come to the saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, when somebody is sick, sometimes you cannot easily diagnose the sickness. But what helps in the diagnosis mainly is the signs and the symptoms. Please, the signs of the end time is lurking around. Okay? There are many people who died who are surprised they died. I, I think that Achu will be very surprised he died. Because he's won his tournament. A fine Christian, you know. Fine Christian. You, you will see that in the tribute, it's written that a pastor went to see him and this, 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 and then he came, knelt down, prayed. I'm the one. I went to KOK. And I saw this young guy. And I was amazed. I said, ah, this guy looks very familiar. You know? And so they said, Achu, what are you? Christian Achu? I said, ah, is it the Christian Achu who plays for Newcastle? I mean, a down-to-earth guy. He, he, he was wearing a, a singlet with shorts cleaning and wiping apparently 2012 when he joined he became born again joined the church he's been with the ushering department he is the one who mobilizes the guys to come and clean the church when i saw him i said look i'm in love with you young man i'm in love with you not many people get to this stage and not change your small money you have today you are changing I wonder even if it's, if it's money. This young man has not changed. They showed me, they said, you see the generator over there? He bought it for the church. You see this thing? He did that. You see that thing? He did. He pays his tithe. Who was with me? You were the one with me. Where is the pictures? You have to look for it. You know, 
I was so, I said, I said, I love this guy. I just said, no, no, no. I've fallen in love with this guy. And you know, in his death, he was more glorified. He was, he, he was greater in his death. And normally people who serve the Lord with a good heart, eh, even in their death, they are glorified. Oh yes. You will see the beauty of their death. And it's beautiful. Because the Bible says that precious is the sight of God. Is, is the death of the righteous. When a righteous man dies, it's so precious to the Lord. Oh yes. He didn't stop church. Immediately he learns. If it's Saturday, they are going to clean. In the evening, you go for basenta meeting. Those times it was cell, cell meetings. You go for cell meeting. He knew that, look, in spite of whatever I have become, my life would have... You see, can you imagine that his life has changed. His status has changed now. He is called delight. Everything is over with him. Everything has ended with him. All the opportunities that were offered him on earth, he exhausted a couple of them. I'm sure he's resting and saying that I'm so glad. Even, even widows were crying. Uh, uh, orphans were crying because of because of his love. You see, and when, when you love the Lord, it will be seen. It will be seen all around you. When you love the Lord, you walk in humility towards men and towards the work of God. And so listen, brothers and sisters in Christ, the gospel has not changed. The gospel cannot be modified. The gospel cannot be updated. The gospel of Jesus Christ is still the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can't change it. You cannot serve God on your own terms. You have to serve God on his terms. The word anakazo is actually what Jesus taught the disciples what to do to bring in the lost. Jesus taught on that because his desire is that none perish. That's the desire of Jesus. How many know that the desire of Jesus is that none perish? Yeah. Somebody who had a near-death experience, well, it was, was it a near-death he died and he came back. Is it near death? Near death. Death experience. Near death means that uh, death experience. He said that he was very, very surprised. When he died, suddenly, he appeared in a long queue. Now, when he appeared in a queue, he noticed that there were two groups those who were going to hell, the queue was very long. Those who were going to heaven, the queue was very short. Those who were going, but you see, you see a long queue, but suddenly they are sorted out very, very fast. You see, when you go to uh, 
the embassy and they won't give you a visa. They don't waste time. You see that the queue moves fast, 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 fast. If they will give you, they now ask for details. They ask more information. So what are you, when, when they will give you, they, they, they want to be sure who they are giving. But when you, you, are, you will not be giving, they, they look at the document they can. When they add A and they add B, they say, this guy is a liar. Look, okay, you hear from us again. You know, and that is how it is. The, the hell, the kill to hell is so long. And so he was trying to make an effort because he was in that long queue. And he was trying to make an effort to move here. You see the way we behave. When we go to bank and we are in a hurry, you see our behavior. We feel we can just cross another day. It's not like that. So he got to the Savior. And then the Savior told him that you have an opportunity. You are not done with your assignment. Go back and what you have seen, go and tell the world about it. Then he woke up. He said that it was, it was like 45 minutes. Okay? It is a 45 minutes experience, but it was like five days experience five days five days experience listen the bible says that they that live in the flesh live into corruption but they that live in the spirit live unto eternal life see beyond the flesh turn to somebody and tell him see beyond the flesh Luke chapter 14 I'm reading from verse number 16. The Bible says, Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many. You see, the supper was such that many people were asked to come. Bade many. And sent his servant at supper time to say, to them that were bidding, come for all things are ready. Can you imagine that somebody throws a party? You didn't contribute to the food. You didn't contribute to the music. You didn't contribute to how to get the venue. You didn't contribute anything. All you have to contribute is your belly. Bring your belly. Eat to your full. But even in the midst of all this, people still found excuses. Yeah. He says, and they all with one consent. Do you understand the meaning of the word consent? It's as if they had agreed. You see, and that is why the people you move with, you see, we are, we are, in, we are in one big church, but join the right group. That's my advice to you. Some of you, your backslide is because of the group you belong to even in church. You talk to the wrong group. They corrupt you so much that you are not being influential in the kingdom. Because, 
Esan in Sema Ubuema no can. Tell to somebody and tell him, join the right group, join the right group, join the right group. Tell him, join the right group. They all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground. It's dinner, mind you. What, what time is dinner? Dinner is six. Dinner is six. Yeah, six p.m. But this man bought a ground. He had the whole of the day. He could not go and see the land. When it was late in the evening, that was when he chose to see the ground. You know, normally when people are giving excuses, because they are giving excuses, they don't even think through the things too well. My opportunity to say something just to cool the, 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 the air. That's what the first said. Now, and I must need go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. Five yoke of oxen. And I go to prove them. Six o'clock. Some other version says, I have five yokes of oxen. I want to go and castrate them. You see, when you are doing surgery, when you are lying on the operation theater, those times, you are lying on the operation theater and the light goes off, you are in trouble. I've seen it before. A doctor carrying surgery with lantern. Yeah. So you can just imagine. Now you are going to do what? Castration. In the evening. Me kosa. Castration is me kosa, me boy. And I listen to the third man. Listen to the third man. And another said, I have married a wife. You see, the impudence, I've married a wife and therefore I cannot come. It's like some people, eh, when they marry, they think that the end of everything has come. One day I was looking at some young married couple. They were so happy, honeymooning everywhere, happy, moving. <laughs> I said this before. They will experience life's real situations. And when they experience it, by the time they experience it, all their money is finished. They will begin to appreciate life better. So every day is honeymoon. Hey, how can you be having honeymoon every day? What work do you do? When I saw that the cash level has come low, they also went low on the honeymoon. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to say? 
So those of you who have married and because of marriage, you don't sing in the choir again. When life's events begin to fight against you, one betonyum, enijemwa udisune ba ba betonyum. Lift your hand, Pastor Danny. I want to now sing in the choir because you see, you are not happy at home, so it's that like you must be a place where you be. So actually, you're singing. Something has pushed you to come and sing, but if you stay around, you receive some dirty slaps. True or not true? I have married a wife. Therefore, I cannot come. When you marry a wife, where are some of the places you want? Where, where, when you got married, recently you went on a honeymoon in Kenya. Where were some of the places he took you that made you very happy? Masai Mara. Where? Masai Mara. Masai Mara. Where is that? Is it tongues? Kenya. Kenya, what did you do there? Where, where were some of the places he took you? We went to church. <laughs> you went to church and you were happy. Powerful. And where else did you go? We also went to see um, the giraffes, the lions. Went to see the giraffes. You went to see. He didn't take you to the restaurant. Went to carnival. Who recommended it for you? <laughs> Carnival. Oh, I'm Korean. I'm carnival. <laughs> so, did you take some of the crocodile? Very nice meat. Very, very nice meat. Yeah. You'll be there. He took the wife for dinner. Is it not a place to go to? But when somebody is determined not to do something, something that even benefits him greatly, he will still make excuses. Yes. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you will serve God and you will not allow things of men to influence your life. Some of you, your behavior is because, oh, the church, something happened, me and I'm me cry, the church cry, me, I stopped. What kind of church cry is this? What, what is wrong with you? Grow up. Turn to somebody and tell him, grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up. So these three people started giving excuses. You know, and the excuse actually affected the master. The excuses you give why you cannot come to the dinner gives room for options. You see, some of you, eh, you are a replacement of somebody. Do you understand? Like if I take someone like Lady Reverend Marilyn, she is a replacement of somebody that God was counting on to do what she is doing now. So you see her, she's like, Charlie's a powerful original, but she has yielded and the Lord has decided to use her. When I look at my life, by way of training, I'm not the one to be standing here to preach. There are people who have been to Bible school. 
that they are doing clearing and forwarding. They are the ones who have been trained for this work. True or not true? To be preaching. So I am a replacement of somebody who should be standing in the pulpit and preaching to you. I pray that nobody will replace you. I, and you see, once you are replaced, you see, let me show you something. When you, when you are watching soccer, okay, when you are watching soccer, watch it very, very, very well. When somebody is about to be replaced, you see that suddenly somebody will be on the touchline. You see that the person is juggling. When the person is moving around there, somebody is in trouble in the match. Listen to me. And once you are replaced, you go off the turf. Some of you don't know that the replacement might even mean your exit from the earth. Oh, Bishop, I was talking to a soul yesterday. And he told me, he said, Sir, thank you for coming to preach to me. Just right now, I came from my friend. I said, I don't understand why our friends, they are just dying like that. I, I, what is happening? I said, well, the death is not the problem. The problem is where you go after death. And that is why I'm here to share with you this great hope that Jesus came to die on the cross for your sins. Why are you afraid of death if you are certain of where you are going? Why are you afraid of death? I said, why are you afraid of death? Paul said, for me to live is Christ. For me to live is Christ. So, the gain comes as a result of living for Christ. The gain doesn't come when you are doing anything. Okay. He says, for me to live is Christ. To die is gain. When I live for Christ, you see, and living for Christ is not sitting in church and hearing the word of God. Sitting in church, hearing the word of God, and deciding that you are going to be the tool that God is going to use out there in the world. The church is only to equip you. The church is only to perfect you. The church is only to prepare you for the world. So, a, a, a Sunday like this, God has pumped something into your spirit and into your heart. The whole of the week as you are working, what you received in church impacts the world. You are the light of the world. He didn't say you are the light of the church. He didn't say you are the light of the church. I said he didn't say you are the light of the church. He said you are the light of the world. In other words, when you step into the world, uh, the dark corners will receive illumination. God has given every one of us our field to operate. Some of you are working in a bank. You have to take it seriously. That that is your field of soul. That is your parish. Your parish is in the bank. Some of you, you are teaching. That is your parish. Some of you, you are to real estate. That is your parish. Human beings are so forgetful. Eh? But the signs are showing. The signs are showing. Yeah. You see, 
a group of people decided to mock Jesus Christ. They had a, 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 an encounter of their lives. They decided to mock Jesus in Brazil. Then God just decided to blow his nose in his handkerchief. They couldn't survive. A group of people decided to rise up against God's people, Israel. Over a stretch now, it's not been easy for them. Listen, the word of God is true. Eh? The word of God is true. What the Lord has said, eh, he will do. When you touch the apple of my eyes, you are in trouble. Big buildings are collapsing. Then the next time there is another earthquake. Then another time there is a flood. Do you think they are just natural? People call it natural disaster. It's not a natural disaster. Some of it is the act of God. If you don't believe it, you just ask Noah. He will give you a clear sign that before the thing happened, and let me tell you something, before that thing happened, there was a Filipino prophet. When he's prophesying, he cries a lot. He cries a lot. He was warning them, he said, you. And then he went on to China. And then he said, you, China, you have risen up against God. You have become proud. The anger of the Lord is upon you. So before the thing happened there, God had revealed to a Noah of our time. He had revealed. Somebody is going to rise up to do the works that God has called you to do. Say amen to that. Now look at that scripture, 17. 17, 14, okay, 20. 17, let's look at 17. 14, 17. And sent a servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come for all things are ready. And they all began to make excuses. 20. And another said, I have married a wife. I cannot come. 21. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house being angry. The master of the house was what? Look, the anger of the Lord is against some people. Look, as you are moving through life, the Lord has brought his spirit upon you. Such a quality and expensive thing like that. He has poured it on you and you are wasting it. He's poured the spirit upon you. In Bible grounds or in one Bible. But this same mouth that cannot pray can criticize and gossip. You know everything. You see every mistake around everyone. You are the Mr. Mr. Perfect. Mrs. Perfect. Everything you are, you are the best. I mean, it's like you, you, you are correct. No mistake. You should always be praying for the mercy of God. Instead of having an eye to criticize, you must have an eye to say that, Lord, have mercy on me. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. When you say that you are a perfect person, you are walking in pride. And the Bible says that God resists the proud. And then he gives grace to the humble. May God give you grace in the name of Jesus. 
I say, may the Lord give you grace in the name of Jesus. In spite of all the mistakes that we have done, I see the mercy of God being extended to us. I see the mercy of God being extended. And I see God giving us another chance and another opportunity. It's happening to you right now in the name of Jesus. You are receiving another chance. The servant coming to show the Lord these things, then the master of the house being angry said to his servant, go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor. So you see, the poor actually came to replace the people who were like big shots. You are complaining and saying that that prophet is a false prophet. But you should have been the true prophet. But you are not preaching. And you have opened your mouth and you are criticizing somebody who can't speak English. When he's saying we are going, he says wanted. We are wanting. And that's what is interesting to you. Of all the messages that he preaches. And in case you don't know, sometimes some of the people I bring here may not be very good in the English speaking, but the content of the spirit that they carry, you know, you will see that you are encountering power. Be there and turn yourself into an English teacher. Hey, he said they went to do wrong. Hey, what, what kind of brothel is this? Hey. Hey, hey, where dodge? You are dodging the bullets. <laughs> the Bible says that the master being angry said, Go out quickly into the streets, lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor, the main. Who, 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 who wants the main? Who is interested in the main? Huh? Hmm. And the halt and the blind. Who would want to do something with the blind? But you know, when the able-bodied people who have eyes choose not to do the will of the Father, then the Father will raise the blind to do it for his glory. He said, if anybody will not worship me, I will raise up stones. I pray that God will not raise stones in your place. You see, when God raises stones in your place, it means that your value has gone so low. What do you think? Yes. Yes. God wants to make a boast of you. God wants to be excited of the person that he has given life to. The life that is given to you, he's given it to you so that you can also impact the lives of others. May God help us to impact the lives of others. You see that some people, what they need is no money. Quite a number of people, what they need is no money. What they need is Christ. There's some void inside of them there's some emptiness inside of them that sometimes they feel that money can make it okay. Haven't you noticed how many of you, before you got married, said, look, if I marry Charlie, I will chill. Life will be nice and uh, I mean, all my problems will end. How many, how many said that before? 
Uh-huh. And how many are realizing it's not like that? Yeah, it's not like that. You see, if your wife is not saying it, it doesn't mean that it's like that too. She's only matured. And she's trying to handle the thing because he knows that you are of two different backgrounds. So I must try and handle the thing. Or your husband is trying to tolerate. Or you don't get what I'm trying to say. Yes. It's not like that. So you see that there is a void in man. That void cannot be replaced with money. It cannot be replaced with worldly goods. It cannot be replaced with anything. A house. It cannot be replaced. That void. That emptiness will only be replaced with Jesus Christ. And so when the person has Jesus, then he has satisfaction and he has everything. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Lift your right hand and say, Father, help me to be a doer of the work you've called me to do. Help me, Holy Spirit. Empower me, Holy Spirit. To be a soul winner. To do things that will make God happy. Things that will bring excitement to my Savior. May I be a Savior of men. In Jesus' precious name. Put your hands together for the Lord. So, such is a great opportunity the Lord is offering you during this Good Friday, you are going to personally be the evangelist of the time of a minimum of 10 souls. And you are going to say that, Lord, sending me to go and bring souls there, maybe I can't preach, but Holy Spirit, just help me so that through me, somebody will be saved. You know, when I find myself in places and I meet some of these converts that I took them through New Believers School, I witness to them and they are talking and they are saying, you remember the other time you are the one who came to talk to me. I was playing MBA. In Ashama, they used to have something they call MBA. MBA is uh, basketball. But Ashama is an National something, something. But it was a very major thing. And I went there and I shared the gospel with a couple of them. Today, almost all of them are pastors in our churches in Ashama. They are so excited. And they, they just talk about, thank you for coming, coming to, coming to. I remember one time I was just preaching in the church. Reverend Frank was taking his bath. His house was close to the church. And whilst he was taking his bath, he decided to give his life to Christ. You don't know what will happen when you preach the gospel. Look at this fine pastor today. Look at this fine pastor today. He came to church. We followed up on him. When I even was transferred, he said he wants to come with me. He was brother Frank. He was brother Frank. But he yielded himself today. He's a pastor of a constituency. Yeah. He's a pastor of a constituency. You may never know. I mean, what amazes me, I remember Lady Reverend. 
when I was transferred here, you know, she used to travel a lot because of her work that she was doing, you know. And then she also had a lot of engagements, you know. So, I mean, it was like she moves here. You ask, he says, oh, we had some this thing, so we went and we did this and we did that. But look at her today. Yielding. Just yielding to the gospel and determined in her heart that I want to serve the Lord. See what the Lord has done. Touching lives, preaching the gospel. Sometimes I see her moving from one kiosk to the other, moving from one shop to the other. She's not selling any project uh, product. She's only sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I just say to the glory of God that, listen, if an investment had not been put into somebody, look at Reverend Cosby. Fine, pastor. And when I say fine, ladies, you have your own definition of fine. But I'm saying that he's a quintessential pastor. He's there for the sheep. He visits the sheep. He's a master visitation pastor. And I can say, one pastor after the other. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? But remember that, and of course, congregation members, Basenta leaders, people. Can you imagine... I remember this lady when she came. She'll be sitting at the back. I said, You come. I said, You are going to start a choir. You are going to take over from a choir, okay? Because the Abigail who was in charge of the choir is going to talk right. So you are the new Abigail who have come. Did you see the beautiful choir? Did you see the beautiful choir? Yes. You are the next person God is going to use. You didn't say amen to that. I said, you are the next person the Lord is going to use. Oh, yeah. You should see the Bacenta leaders. Sometimes I think that we should catalog some of them and we should show their activities during the week. What they do with joy and the life that they are touching and the people that they are sending the gospel of Jesus to. God has offered you an opportunity to do something in his house. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. I can't imagine if I had held back. I don't know where I would have been by now. Yeah. Maybe the cathedral will be here, but at least. And Grambo, can you imagine when we're going for vacation classes, we are moving here, we are going here, we are going here. Are you not amazed? I am. Yes, you are amazed. It's amazing because vacation classes, you know, a lot of things happen at vacation classes. He was my mate. We, we grew up together. Yeah. But I am the bishop by the grace of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are the next God is going to use mightily. So listen, the man said that go to the streets, go to the byways, go to the... And that is what you and I are supposed to be doing. And in this church, listen to me, you have to offer yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, for God to use you mightily. When you are dead and gone, oh my goodness, your fruit will all be blossoming, all on earth. And every now and then, when they win people for Christ, you will enjoy some dividends. I just can't imagine James McKeon today. 
he'll be there and they'll say, oh, Charlie, some dividends from China has come. Some dividends from Israel has come because they have planted churches in all those places. And when I look at my spiritual father, Bishop Doug, can you imagine in heaven? Think about it. Think about it. Somebody must yield some dividends. Lift your hand and say, I'm going to yield some dividends. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. Rise to your feet. feet. Want to do this very quick? Lift your hands to God. You want to pray. The covenant sheets, have you you filled it? Has everybody filled it? If you've not gotten, please lift your hand. We're going to give you one. If you've not gotten, lift your hands. We're going to give you one. Uh Lift your hands, please. Pastors, let's move very fast. Very, very, very fast. Very, very fast. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for offering us the chance. Yeah. So those who took the first one, take the second one, because this second one is a complete form. It's a complete form. It's a complete form. Now, I want you to feel it. You know, the covenant side is a down part. All right? Have you noticed that there are 10 names over there? So, the name of the inviter, that should be your name. Hallelujah. The name of the inviter should be your name. The one inviting. All right? Now, please. Don't invite somebody who is busily working in the house of the Lord. Don't invite people who are born again. You are going to invite unbelievers. Hallelujah. I said you are going to invite with unbelievers. Amen. Because the campaign is to reach out to the lost. Is to reach out to the lost. Amen. So the name of the inviter is you. The one who is uh, filling. And then the, 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 the church, all right, the church is here. Um, Jesus, Healing Jesus Cathedral, Springtex. Healing Jesus Cathedral, Springtex. Please fill it. Help them to fill. I, I believe that this campaign is going to release breakthroughs into the lives of people. Oh, yes. Kofi Ansar, please come. Okay, so, so, so look at it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to help you, brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, when you come to the covenant form section, it says, I, I means you the one writing. I, you the one writing. Those online watching us fill that form We are on a campaign for souls for Jesus Christ and be a part of this great campaign. 
be a part of this great campaign. Ha, good to see you. How are you? Good. I, then you write your name. According to John chapter 4, verse 36, which says, He that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto eternal life. So when you reap souls, you are gathering wages, all right, unto eternal life. Amen. And then you say, I make a covenant to invite and bring at least 10 souls to the Good Friday Miracle Service with Evangelist Dagwood Mills on the 7th of April, 2023. I believe with all my heart that as I fulfill my part of this covenant to invite and bring. You see, invitation is one thing and bringing is another thing. So don't just invite but you must be like Andrew. What did Andrew do? Andrew brought Jesus, Andrew brought Peter to Jesus. True or not true? Beautiful. I believe with all my heart that as I fulfill my part of this covenant to invite and bring ten souls, God will fulfill the following prayer request. You see, God is a covenant-keeping God. Somebody, you have, been, you have been praying, holding on to the word of God and everything. You have not seen results. Enter into a covenant with the Lord. You see, this covenant is, is blood for blood. Did you know that? When you are winning a soul, it's like you are delivering somebody from death. Amen. Beautiful. Yep. Okay? Alright, so now what, what I want you to write is that there is a, a request in your heart. There is a request in your heart. There are three major things this year you are trusting that the Lord will answer speedily. Hallelujah. Write those three things down. Don't just write a vague thing. Lord, uh, I want you to use me. Is he use me Ah, why did you do that? Do you see? So, write that, Lord, I want to be used mightily to start a basenta or a cell. Maybe that is one of them. Or, Lord, I'm trusting you for my school fees in Netherlands. Are you getting me? Oh Lord, I am trusting you that this year you will open a door for me for a life partner. Oh Lord, I am trusting you for a baby to carry my own child. Hallelujah. He's a covenant keeping God. Let me tell you something. Last year, I, I, I ministered to people. There were about 15 or 20 people. All right. And I, and I just said it based on the word of God and look you want to make a covenant with God for a, a child just come, they sow the seed the last group we did the dedication yesterday twins, they've been married for six years twins Matthew and Michael hallelujah, God gets more serious with you when you enter into covenant with him 
Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. When you enter into covenant with him, then he gets more serious with you. Amen. All right. Good. So write the three things and then you are going to rise to your feet. So this side, what will happen is that when you when you you get your ten souls, all right, the name of the person will be here, his phone number will be here because we have what we call the call center. The call center is going to work hand in hand with you to ensure that the person is updated on event in preparation to the Good Friday service. Amen. Location and area. If the person lives in Agbiliza, Agbiliza just after the railway, indicated over there. Okay? Coming, not coming, also indicated. Hallelujah. Make sure that they all come. Amen. All right. And then you feel all of them, different, 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 different people, and then you fill 10. All right. Now, I want us to rise to our feet. We are going to pray. Now, lift, lift the form and what you have written on it. We are going to come before the Lord. Brother Daniel, get onto the organ. Ah, okay, somebody's on the organ. All right, great. Get I want you to please rise. We're going to pray. I see the hand of God at work. Please don't sit. Just rise to your feet. Everyone, rise to your feet. Yeah. Rise to your feet. Humbly rise to your feet, please. The lady at the back. Tell them to rise to their feet. Can you lift your covenant form? Say in the precious name of Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus. I know, Lord, you are a covenant keeping God. I know, Lord, you are a covenant keeping God. These are the petitions I bring before you. These are my petitions I bring before you. Lord, I trust that your word is true. Lord, I trust that your word is true. And so I come before you, Lord. And so I come before you with these needs. With these needs. Father, in the precious name of Jesus. Father, in the precious name of Jesus. As I bring in these ten souls. As I bring in these ten souls. I pray that their lives will be transformed. I pray that their lives will be transformed. I pray that they will receive Christ as their personal savior. I pray that they will receive Christ as their personal savior. Their lives will change henceforth. Their lives will change henceforth. The power of God will take over their lives. The power of God will take over their They will lives. become instruments in the house of God. They will become instruments in the house of God. And now Lord. And now Lord. These three things that I present to you. These three things that I present. Mention the first one. Mention the second one. Mention the third one. Mention the first one again. Mention the second one again. Mention the third one again. Say these three things that I present to you. These three things that I present to you. I know that this covenant. I know that this covenant is sealed in the name of Jesus. Sealed in the name of Jesus. I call it done. I call it done. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now lift your voice and begin to pray. In the name of 
begin to thank God for answered prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for answered prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody lift your hands. Now, everybody, lift your hands. Lift your hands. I wish that all that lift up holy hands. Thank you. As you pray. Oh, yes. Father, there is someone with a need. May their needs. Be met, oh God. Meet every need, oh God. Meet every need, oh God. May they experience you in a unique way. May your power be released to answer these three key things in their lives that they are trusting you for. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, pour yourself out. In the name of Jesus. 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 Let your voice of prayer. Somebody is receiving a life partner. As you covered up with God. Somebody is receiving a business deal. As you covered up with God. Somebody is receiving an unusual breakthrough. As you covered up with God. Somebody is receiving promotion. May your promotion come speedily. May your promotion come speedily. May your promotion come speedily. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Somebody is receiving his healing. Your healing. Your healing. Your healing. Your healing. Your healing. Is coming speedily. I am Everybody lifted up, I'm going to pray a prayer my of God. thanksgiving. My God. Everybody. My God. Everybody. Lift it, lift it above your head, please. Oh, yes. Lift it wherever you are. Lift it, lift it, lift it. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, we enter into a covenant with you, oh yes, my God Jesus. and my Lord. Because we know that you are a covenant-keeping God. As your people declare that they are going to do your will, by winning the lost. I pray that there are three key requests in their lives that they are trusting you for. Oh, Father, I pray. I pray that let heaven answer them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let heaven visit their home in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let heaven visit their businesses in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let heaven visit their family in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Let heaven visit their lives in the name of Jesus. Father, somebody is trusting you for healing. I pray that your healing will come to them speedily. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody is trusting you for a life partner. I pray, oh God, uh, that there will be answers speedily. There will be answers speedily. There will be answers speedily. In the name of Jesus. Somebody is trusting you for a house, yes. a building. Oh, yes. I pray in the Jesus. mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Visit them, oh God. Yes. Visit them by your spirit, oh God. Yes. 
let an angel surprise them an unusual surprise may they encounter an unusual surprise somebody is trusting you for a business deal Lord, you are giving that person a testimony Jesus, right now. Thank you for the right testimony right that you are releasing over your people. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you the glory. Lord, we see promotion at work. We see promotion in life. We see promotion in everything you are doing. We see promotion, oh God. We see your glory coming upon your people. We see your power coming upon your people. Father, we are grateful. We are grateful, Lord. For the many testimonies. Jesus' name. Those who are barren are becoming fruitful. Amen. Those who are barren are becoming fruitful. Amen. They will carry their own children. This year, it shall be done in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. Yes, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. Yes, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' precious name. And all said, Amen. Amen. Now, as you put your hands down, I want to give somebody an opportunity to give his life to Jesus. He is the reason. He is the reason for our living. The Bible says that because he lives, we will also live. Because he lives, we will also live. The Bible says that he came that we will have life and have life more abundantly. You want to say, Bishop, pray for me. I want Jesus to come into my heart. Wherever you are and wherever you are standing, lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Somebody invited you, lift your hands. Oh, yes. Today is your day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late, brothers and sisters in Christ. If you hear the word of God, harden not your heart. Now, if you've lifted your hands, I want you to do another thing for me. I want you to walk to me right now. Just walk boldly and majestically to me right now. God bless you. Put your hands together. Ushers, be at it. Put your hands together for them as they come. Run to the mercy seat of Jesus. Run, 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 run. God bless you. Tomorrow may be too late. He's standing at the door of your heart and he's knocking. Come to the master. Come. Oh. Run. Run. Run to the master seat. Run. Run. His grace will be a covering. must be saved. The blood of Jesus is hanging around and waiting to wash you. You can't stay in the congregation. Join us right now. These two people, I see them. All right. Walk to me quickly. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, run to the mercy seat. Run to the mercy seat. Run to the mercy seat. Where is mercy? Have us need. Come 
as your grace will be our covering we thank you beautiful and wonderful people standing here you are so precious to Jesus Christ you are so precious if you were the only one on earth you would still have died on your behalf and you are welcome home you are welcome into the kingdom of God hallelujah put your hands together for them I want you to lift your hands as a sign of surrender to the master lift your hands to him and I want us to pray this simple prayer make it your own personal prayer say father in the name of Jesus I come to you just as I am I acknowledge that I'm a sinner I am lost and condemned to sin. But this precious morning, I open my heart to you. Come and live in my heart and be the Lord of my life. From today, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I confess that he is the Lord over my life. Your word says that for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. I choose the gift of God. Which is eternal life. Father, your word says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I call on the name of Jesus. Jesus, save me. Thank you. Amen. Father, we bless and thank you for these precious lives. Holy Spirit, we commit them into your hands. May your peace rest on them. May the blood cleanse them from all unrighteousness. And Father, I pray that may the Holy Spirit come upon them mightily. Holy Spirit, fill them. Fill every one of them. Every one of them. May they experience you in a unique way. Fill every one of them. Let the power of the Holy Ghost come upon every one of them, Lord. And may they experience you in a unique way. May they be visited mightily in Jesus' mighty name. And all said, Amen. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. Is that all you can do for the Lord? I think you can do better than that. Hallelujah.